Sarah. What, Amelia? I want to talk about twits and twats. I do not want to talk about twats. I want to talk about your twat or my twat. I'm talking about Bollywood wives. Oh, you're referring to Mahip. Yes, in the scene where she was sitting there talking about, I'm sitting between two twits talking about twats. And with that being said, welcome to fucking reality queens. I'm Amelia. And I'm Sarah. And we need to jump right into this Bollywood Wives. We've been talking about it for two weeks now, and we're finally getting to it. And I am so excited about this show. Oh, so am I. I love them. It is like my goal in life to one day meet them. Agreed. I see on on TV somebody else who uses the word fuck just about as much That's as That's exactly what I was going to say. I think Mahip is one of our crew. She needs to be a part of us. <laughs> we need her as a third fucking reality queen because she loves the word fuck as much as we do. Oh, and the fact with the middle finger. Yeah. I'm yeah. always flipping people off. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> It's my thing. Whether it's in traffic, whether it's out your window, <laughs> in the front of your house, doesn't really matter. When when I'm around the kids, though, I hold up my pinky because <laughs> that's my PG version. And it's just in my head. I, it's like, mm. mm-hmm. and the you kids are like, fuckers. what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just showing you the Chinese pinky. <laughs> I pinky swear if you don't stop it. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yep. And really, I'm like flipping them off because sometimes you just want to say, fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Why are you being like this? And, but yet in the same hand, you just want to swoop them up and go, I love you so much. I could just kiss your face off. It's a very bipolar relationship with children. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. So it is. Bollywood wives. Yes. I am so excited that this show was picked up for a second season. I wasn't sure that it was going to, and I'm so glad that it was. My thorn in my side about it, though, was that it was only eight episodes. I know. I was disappointed. I was like, I need more. They left us cut short. Really, really cut short. If anyone out there hasn't seen this show, if you're a fan of any of the Real Housewives franchise, you've got to try this, because it, it is... Very on brand as a Real Housewives-esque type show. You've got all the glamour. You've got the trips. You've got all of those things with a little more raunch. And it is fabulous. Oh, absolutely. The dynamics between those four girls is just on point. Yes. I think that's one of the things that makes this show so great. Uh, some of these programs, they put them together. They put women together that maybe know of one another in social circles, but they're not necessarily friends. These women seem organically friends. You know, their children hang out together. I think that they have real lives with one another outside of this show. And it really translates on the screen. I, I just I just want to go hang with them. I don't want to say too much because, you know, it's one of those ones that I really would like for our listeners. If you don't watch it, I want you to watch it. Yes. Because it was surprisingly good. Like, you're the one that suggested it to me. Mm-hmm. And I got sucked in. <laughs> like, I looked at the clock and I was like, 
Oh, shit. I'm going to have to get up in two hours with the kids for school. And I'm going to be a zombie. But it was so good. And then it just, like, snowballed. Mm -hmm. Because from there, I ended up watching another one. I think it was the Indian Matchmaker. Yep, I like that one, too. Uh, I love that one. And on and on. I just, I love that whole, you know, I just want somebody to invite me to one of those weddings. I know. Oh, my gosh. Indian weddings are incredible they are off the chain they are so lively i am in awe uh-huh. of that culture me too and they're vivacious yep way of living and i love the community me too and the family and everything and then when you add you know our girls in there, uh-huh. you know, Seema, Neelam, <laughs> Bahavna, and, bah- <laughs> and Mahib, <laughs> all of them, and the the words. Of course, you know we have the the ones that are a little bit prissy, uh-huh. which Mahib likes to really sit there and go off about, especially when they don't want to say the word vagina. Right. Yes. Yep. Which in season two, there's a whole spill about this. And so there's some fun stuff in this season. I think we can tell a little bit about it without giving away too much. Hopefully just enough that our listeners will want to pick it up and watch it if they haven't. Like there's a an episode, a scene, a couple of scenes where Mahip is trying to get these women to do a commercial about a menopause <laughs> product. And none of them want to admit that they're approaching that right. age and they don't look at either. No, no, none of them do. But they are at that age, you know, where they're at least perimenopausal, if nothing else. And yep. none of them want to say these lines. They're like, this does not relate to me. And yeah, and Mahib's like, fuck that, you <laughs> fucking twat. Uh-huh. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> you yes. need a reality check, basically, yeah. you know? Yep. And then one of them's like, I'm not going to say that word. And she's like, what, vagina? <laughs> you won't say vagina? No, she was not having it. She was oh, not having yeah. it. And not then at all. All the words, I'm not even going to give any of them away, yep. that Mahib came up with, which were humorous, <laughs> to um, try to, I don't know coddle them with her. I don't know right, what word right. you would use even for that. I, I I mean, just to make them happy with it was just cracking me the fuck up. Yeah, oh, like, it was so good. I mean, so, so good. And the other thing about this group is the majority of them come from uh, maybe not all of them, from filmmaking. You know, they've been actors, yeah, Either in or, or they're married to somebody yes. who's an actor. Yes. So, very deep into, you know, the history of film and those types of things. They've been in movies and have been doing them since they were teenagers. There's a scene where they go back and they watch some of their first things that they did on screen. And that was a lot of fun to see them young like that. And, you know, reflecting back just a fun, fun show all the way around. This is just a lot of fun. It is, I said, you've got the raunchiness, you've got all of the stuff that Bravo and Real Housewives brings kind of the great thing about it. And the bad thing about it is you can binge it all at one time. So you get it all at once and then it's over and we're like, oh, oh now we got to wait a whole nother wanting, year but, and hope that it's, you know, picked up another year. Yeah, they but better you know what? In all honesty, in between season one and season two, there actually wasn't too large of a gap. Right, right. 
I'm wondering if the reason why there was only eight episodes was because there was that certain time period that the whole world shut down for reasons. Right. We right. will not say. That could be it. That could because be Because we're not opening that Pandora's box. Right. Or maybe we'll get lucky and they're going to release a season three that is almost a continuation. Soon. Yeah. Let's cross our fingers if that's the case. Yeah. Fingers I hope so. crossed. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't say a whole, whole lot about Bollywood. We'll kind of leave it at that. I hope that we've given just enough of a teaser about this that our listeners do want to go out there and watch it. And then leave us some comments on our on our uh, Facebook or our website. Let us know what you think of it as well. Oh, yeah. Because we want to hear what you have to say about it. We, I know you people are liking it. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I just make a comment about their freaking confessional chairs before we move on? Oh. They have got some of the most amazing confessional chairs I, I think I've them. seen in any reality show. They've got these big, blue, beautiful leather chairs. And then there's one that's a black and white stripe with gold trim. I don't know. They're Do you just, think you if have we to put a them. request in that we could potentially get those for the studio or oh, something? Oh, my somewhere? gosh. Those are my dream chairs. If not, I'm going Those are to my start. Gold chairs. I'm going to start looking on Marketplace for yes. one, and I will carry one. You'll see me walking into the studio. Excuse me, <laughs> coming through. Oh, these coming giant through. Ass chairs. Pardon me. Can you can you remove these? I got my own throne. I actually saw some similar that were office chairs that rolled. <gasps> They're about a grand a piece, which you know is kind of a lot for an office chair, but gold chairs like. Hashtag goals. I, oh. We need these chairs. They are amazing. I want them. And I want my name across the back. Oh, definitely. Like they have on the movie scene. Yes, like, of course. You know. I feel like that goes without saying. In diamonds or rhinestones or I want them whatever with... we can afford. No. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll be just... somewhere between a plastic rhinestone and Whip a sorts off. Whatever you call it. Yeah. Somewhere between the Bedazzler and the Swarovski <laughs> crystals. <laughs> you'll come in and you'll be like, why does it smell like hot glue <laughs> in here? And I'll be sitting there looking up, hair sticking up everywhere. I'm almost done. I just got three left. I'm like, excuse me. I've got blisters all over my hand. Uh, but I'm done almost. <laughs> And you'll see all of a sudden the light shining. I'm at the tail of the A on your name. (laughs) Look at it as I swivel it around. Oh, my God. We're ridiculous. And you'll be like, holy fucking shit, that's bright. And I'm like, ta-da. You know, I'd love it. I would love every minute of it. It, The more bedazzled, the better. Mm. What would you Mm -hmm. do if... (laughs) What would your husband do? No, I'm not going to even say what would you do. What would your husband do if he woke up one morning and he came outside and found that I had bedazzled your car from top to bottom? Now, I know what you would do. You'd be like, yay. But I want to know, what would be his reaction? Sarah, what the fuck? <laughs> I have to write in this too. And I'd be going, ta-da! I'd say, no, you don't. <laughs> and you'd be going, yay. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. I've already got the bedazzled license plate ring. There we go. Hey, it's Challenge a start. Start at the back and work my way forward. Do you hear that, hubby? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You better watch out. Better I'm going to come bedazzle your your, your whiffy's <laughs> car. And if you throw one stink, young man, I'll start bedazzling the hell out of yours. But I'll make sure it's, they're black stones and they're like cool or something. Throw a little chrome in there. Oh my god. 
You might have his number right there. Put some spinners on it with the dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you okay. what, you put a system in there, he'll be... He won't care what it looks like on the outside. He's I'm all just about waiting. that give it, shit. Give it a week. Give it a week. And we'll see somebody with that out on the road. <laughs> because uh-huh. I spoke it into existence. I'm telling you. We put it out there and shit happens. That's why we write everything down that we don't want anybody to know about. <laughs> <laughs> It'll show up. Somebody will be driving around with a bedazzled fucking car. It always does. Okay. Well, why don't we move on to Teen Mom? Since that has just started recently. We got just a couple episodes under our belt. Let's get caught up with that. Oh, I love Teen Moms. Absolutely love it. it. I've only been following them since they were on 16 and pregnant and on to Teen Moms to Teen Moms 2 and Teen Moms OG. And now here we are on to Teen Momster. I am loving this show. I'm glad you're loving it. I I am. told you you were going to love them. You were right. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I, I love it. I, it's it's fun. So these girls, I really love the journey that they've been on. And so did you ever go back and watch anything about um, Macy and the whole uh, gunshots? I did. I actually did some research on that when we decided we were going to take this show on. I can't imagine the trauma that she has had to deal with in this last year since this has happened. That is a horrifying experience. I mean, what she and Cheyenne both have been through, horrifying in two different ways. I know. The fact that both of these girls have had something so serious happen yeah, is bizarre. I mean, it's just bizarre. It's one of those truth is stranger than fictions kind of, kind of things. One, as Macy said, was, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And then the other one being targeted, Cheyenne, you know, <sighs> and then being targeted. But, you know, I'm pretty proud of Macy, you know, putting her PTSD, you know, in the back yeah. of her mind and really putting on a strong front and face and really buckling down and pushing through it to mm-hmm. go to the bowling alley for Bentley's 13th birthday. So really, I all the noises in there. I mean, they were highlighting, you know, all of the bangs and all of those things. You saw how she kept looking her little shifty eyes. Bless her heart. I mean, I felt for her. I really, really felt for her. It, you know, we all have things that are triggers for us or, you know, yeah. different types of PTSD that things that we've experienced trigger. in life that sounds, sight, smells, whatever, take us back to. I didn't know she had a balloon problem because they haven't ever highlighted that before in any of the episodes. I can see where she would, though. Yeah, until now. Snapping of a balloon, popping of a balloon, having that gunshot kind of sound. I can definitely see where it would be a problem. And I'm with you. I really, really applaud her for doing that. That took a lot of guts. It really did. That's amazing. And it shows her kids, you know, how to push through and... Work She's through your a problems. strong woman. Yeah. I admire her. I do too. I'm really li- I really like her. I like them all. I like all the girls that they chose for this cast. I'm I know. Really, really how, how could you not love them? But yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, they're just all so adorable. And then poor Cheyenne. She's obviously struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the moment that they were at the, um, you know, that rage room and stuff. And I, I saw her swinging that damn bat and getting ready to go after that car yes. i knew i was like oh the minute she's gonna hear that shattering glass that's gonna be a trigger uh-huh. it, did you notice there's kind of a theme of triggers there yes yeah yes i did hmm. mm-hmm. 
Well, I thought it was interesting that they covered both of those in the one episode. You yeah. kind of took us both to that place with both those girls in this one episode. I did think that that was interesting. Yeah, and for them dynamic. to do the whole trigger, you know, the whole trigger thing. Good timing. Good timing. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Bravo, editors. Well, and then there was triggering with the whole... Um, trigger seems to be the theme on this. Because uh-huh. then when you go to um, Brianna... Oh, and her yeah. sister going That's off right. on her mom, and they triggered something in her. That's right. Because that is a topic that um, I'd really like to approach, and I do want to do a podcast, um, one of my table talks on, because um, there's that fine line between adults and their hmm, elders. Yeah. There still needs to, there is a line Uh there. And um, I think there were some lines being crossed because those two girls need to understand that the relationship between their mother and their father, no matter how jacked up, it's none of their goddamn business. Oh, I completely agree. Um, What kind of communication that she's having with her Mm ex-husband. Now, if it has to be with something that has to do with um, something to do with them like directly, directly you know, like yeah. if they're supposed to be meeting up like if it was an arrangement like and their mom said, oh well he didn't call or right. he did call or, or something and and it, that was a lie, I get that but her mm. writing a letter to him privately and voicing her opinion of what she felt like he owed their daughters. Right. That that wasn't their business. No. You know, it that was, was none just of her reaching th- that that was their relationship. Yeah, th- this is I agree with you. This is a discussion that I would like to delve deeper into, not necessarily in regards to T Mom, but just overall because it is something that I'm seeing more and more. Kids not understanding where that boundary is. That the yeah, relationship they entitled. have. Right, it, and that's the problem is I think a lot of these kids are feeling too entitled in the adult relationships. And it's none of, like you said, it's none of their business. Their relationship with their parents is not the same relationship as the parents' relationship with one another. Yep, exactly. And they need to stay separate. So I think there was a big trigger there. I mean, like that mom, I felt for her in that moment there towards the end of the clip where she was just hardcore exploding yeah yeah i mean i felt the rage mm-hmm. coming through and i understood it 100 percent. i understood it yeah because I it's just sometimes i even have the tiny terrorist inside the you know that lives and dwells within my house <laughs> that sit there and sometimes when i'm having an adult conversation with another adult and they kind of catch and they're like what you talking about and I'm uh-huh. like, none of your business oh i deal with the same thing and they're like but what'd you say and i'm like none of your business right and they will like proceed to continue to nag and pack and nag and pack mm-hmm. and like get to the point where like they're they're writhing on the floor and they're like <laughs> look like they're flailing they look like some of the the junkies at the gas station right that are tweaked out and uh-huh. they're like yeah. flinging and flopping everywhere I've seen and it. it's like now nah. i've seen it i used to have a very similar issue with my stepson because he felt like him and his father's relationship was also he and i's relationship and it's nope, like nope no, or that he had a say so in the way things 
happened within my relationship with his father. And I'm like, dude, uh-uh. Nope. nope. You know what this kid told me once? What? That he got all the good stuff in the household because he's the kid. Oh. Like, he gets the iPhone 14 Pro Max or whatever because he's the kid. Um, No, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Not get in this household. Get, I'm get sorry. Get a J-O-B and buy it yourself. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You get the old iPhone hand-me-down with the button. That's what you get because your ass is going to break it anyway. Uh-uh. Nope. I know. They're going to crack it in like a thousand shattered uh-huh. pieces. And, and he has everyone, which is off topic, but point being... He thinks that he is the ruler of the house and he is the adult. And I'm sorry, but no, the adults are the adults. The relationship with the adults is the relationship with the adults. And the relationship with you is different. See, it look, it triggered me. <laughs> triggered me too. Look at me. I'm angry. I know. Teen Mom was a trigger in episode. Trigger for everyone. Trigger. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Ricka, ricka, Oh my gosh. I'm a lot of ricka, rick rickies. What about Caitlin's husband being so sweet? Oh, I know. He's, you know what? He Tyler is a good man. I like him. I like them. I like them together. Those two have been through some shit. They've been together since they were in the wombs. Like somehow. <laughs> somehow. Like, I don't know. Two different wombs, but they, they were, in were the there. Wombs. Somehow they've been together. Now they've been together since they were, you know, fetuses and they were two. Or three. I don't if know. there is such a thing as soulmates, I think that those two fall in line. Really? With that. Really. I I concur. I concur. I concur on that one. And He's so nurturing. He is. And also smartass. Yeah. All in the one. <laughs> Which we love. We love some smartassery. It took a long time, though, for them to get that way. So, I mean, there were some turbulence and up and downs with them. So, that's some parts that you don't know. From right. Well, they had to following. grow up. So, I feel like that's kind of... Yeah. There was some rocky... Expected. Rocky parts where they almost split. I'm glad they didn't. At one point. But I think it's ultimately what actually made them stronger. Oh, I love that. And within that potential split, they actually grew. That so, is so good. They were really great. And I'm like, that girl, she's got... <sighs> I don't I think she can them. have medical stuff without there being some kind of backlash. Bless like, her heart. Medically for her. Bless her heart. As if having to go around with a catheter in the best case scenario isn't terrible enough. And then she's got one that doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Yeah, fuck felt for shit. her. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Thank God she's got Tyler to take care of her because that would have fucking sucked. I'd be like, baby, can you blow that out? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry. The only advantage to having a pee bag is you don't have to stop to go pee. Oh. That's literally the only advantage. You can just, you just it just goes. It just goes. I'd be that asshole that would be like, <laughs> <laughs> how's that feel? Oh, God. Do you feel fun. that? Not fun. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. You know, I'm the asshole that would, like, dump it in the parking lot at a quick trip. (laughs) Uh, For somebody to pull up and step in? Yeah, you better not be that asshole that pours out the soda that when I pull up, I step in and then my shoe sticks. Only water. Only water. Okay, thank you. I will throw out water. Ooh, because I get mad. Pull up a quick trip and you get out of the car. Oh, it's so nasty. I have straight up opened my car door and looked down and you can tell that's like hella soda uh-huh and you will literally look like a spider like a daddy long leg climbing <laughs> out of a car trying to climb over it and 
inevitably, just even the tip of your shoe hits it. Uh Uh-huh. Just the tip. You'll still go through the store. Yep. Sticking. (laughs) And it doesn't go away. Does not go away. For like a good... Yeah, it's terrible. 30 minutes. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Just I'm like in my car rubbing rubbing my feet on the carpet in my car going, <laughs> and on the pla- not plastic, so but rubber gross. mats going, get off, so get gross, off, you so bastards. Gross. I get so mad. <laughs> I've gone in before and I've complained, but like, could you please get out here and hose down your shit, you lazy ass You know they've got bastards. the ability to. They do. They do. I've seen them hosing. Me too. They need to get out there and hose it. At but, least a couple times a day, because you know everybody does it. They pull up. They're going in to get their fresh soda, so they dump out their old soda. Uh, just carry the cup inside and dump it there. I There's know. a sink. All right, back to Teen Moms yeah. because there we went to the left <laughs> again. To the left, to, to the, the left. left, to the left. That's what we do. So on our Teen Moms tonight, they covered Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. They covered Brianna, mm-hmm. and we covered Caitlin and Tyler. Mm-hmm. And and we also covered Amber and yes. The so I would like to. I know we're not going to do a whole lot yeah. on Teen Moms tonight because we have talked um, a lot. Have so many shows <laughs> to cover tonight. Um, Amber, girl, I am rooting one hundred and ten percent for you. I don't know if you'll ever hear this podcast. You probably won't. But if for some odd reason. You do. I have always been rooting for you. I have seen your ups and downs. I have followed you guys since the get-go. And I am proud of the great strides that you have made. And you have became such a strong, inspiring woman. For Yeah, many a woman who um, suffers from different... Um, issues just in general i i mean none that i mean there's some things that she battles that i can understand right um there's a lot that she's battled that i don't understand but i have compassion for because Mm -hmm. i have people in my life that i that That i love some of the same things that battle them and i hope and pray that one day they can find the strength that she has yeah, it's a very inspiring story from what you've told me about her and some yeah. of the things that she's gone through and then seeing the woman that she is on the screen today says a lot. And yeah, then I root for her. I do too. I do. And seeing how Gary yeah. handles her, that says everything right They've there. They came a long way because they used to have a very toxic relationship because she was so abusive to That's him. That's terrible. And he, you know, of course, retaliated back. Well, you to know. be expected. He was the first, like, that battered man. But then he started fighting back as mm-hmm. he found his strength. But, you know, it just... Anyway, I'm not going to... I'm gonna glad re- to see where they are I'm today. not going to digress and go <laughs> back to where they were. But where they are now is, like, amazing. There's, you know, and I, I love seeing that Leah's coming around. So yeah. that just shows how well that Amber's doing and so my my fingers are crossed and I'm speaking out in the universe that everything goes well for baby James. Yes, I agree. And I'm glad that she's keeping him out of the limelight. And Smart decision. I don't know if it was her decision, Andrew's decision, their decision, but whoever made it, it was the right one. It was the right one and so I'm just totally waiting and hoping that 
the courts end up, which, of course, I'm sure it's probably already happened and decisions have been made. But I'm trying not to cheat. And I know we try so hard to not current, not. Yeah. Try not to current with the show, not current with the times. Yeah. And so I'm just going to pretend like we don't know answers. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't really know. answers. We haven't looked on this one. um, So I'm hoping that she gets the outcome that she so deserves. I agree. I agree. And that Leah can have her little brother still be there. Why would, why would he want to remove James from? I don't know. His siblings. I don't know. I I get how some people can be bitter and angry and want a whole, you know, whatever. And you feel the need to be the, you feel the need to be the parent that, you know, keeps it all or whatever, has the child the whole time mm-hmm. and calls the shots, but you still should not take them and remove them from siblings because what do children do? You know, I'm a huge child activist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So kids are, kids are never the ones that should be punished or should... Played against each other, put in the nope. middle, nope. used as a pawn, any of those things. Nope. All those things make me so angry. Nope. So angry. You want to piss me off, like really see a serious side of Amelia and see an angry side of me and quit hearing me cuss and and um, stuff. You start bringing up stuff with children and you will see a whole different me. Yep. Me too. I am like happy for her, though. Me too. Yay. 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 This was a good episode. Let's say it covered it covered a lot. Yeah. and I felt like it was working through a lot of things. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I'm I think, to see I think we should definitely maybe um, the next podcast that we cover this topic, we cover a little bit more on it. Yeah. This one, we've got way too many. Yeah. <laughs> way too many. Well, I'd say we wrap up We are up covering so much. We have got so much still to go. So, all right. I think it's enough with this one. All right. Moving on. Married at First Sight. I want to get caught up with Married at First Sight. Yes. We have not been able to talk about these couples. We're over halfway through the season already. But I definitely want to at least kind of catch up, see how you feel about these couples. I'll tell you how I feel about these couples. I've actually rated them on a 1 to 10 scale as to whether or not I think they're going to make it. I don't know if you want to scale them that way or if you've got some other way you want to oh. scale them. But um, that's that's what I have done. Yeah, I, I could I could... Jump into it if you want to try to like throw each one at me. All right, like randomly throw a couple's name, and I will shoot off the top of my head a number. Okay, and it'll we'll see what I like really think, and I'll probably like try to back paddle. <laughs> but you know, sometimes they say what first comes out your mouth is the truth. Right, so right, right. Let's see what my true thoughts are that I might <laughs> not be knowing is dwelling down within me. Right, right. Sounds good. Okay, let's start with ooh, um Stasia or Stasia. Stasia. Stasia and Nate. Ten. They're totally really? gonna make it. You think they're gonna make it? Completely I totally 10, think 10? they're gonna make it. Okay, tell me why. I think that they're going to completely make it because they are actually taking the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are working through things. That's true. So um, that is like one mm-hmm. of the huge things for me. So even though they're hitting obstacles. Right. Throughout. 
I think they really, truly both went into this with trying to find their spouse. Mm-hmm. and For the right reasons. For the like right reasons. And I feel that they were putting their faith into the panel uh-huh. to pick the right person. And even though they might question it from time to time, mm-hmm. they also are sticking to the course. True. That's true. And so they're having faith in it. And I think they're truly listening to Dr. Pepper. Yeah. When she comes and speaks with them and mm-hmm. trying to utilize the tools like the holding hands. Right. When they need to have a serious conversation. Yeah, and I love that. Them, I love that too. Make them feel connected. Mm-hmm. I think that's excellent, excellent marriage There's advice. There's so much good advice that comes from this show. I know this is a first season for you. The first full season that you've watched. Yes. This is one that I've brought to the table. Yes. And being someone that has watched it from the beginning... That is my favorite thing about this show is how much good real life advice we can get from this. Last season, the experts were a little more absent than they have been in seasons past. I am glad to see that they are back. This that is something that is traditional with them. Had you picked it up last season, you wouldn't have gotten that much from it. So you may not have become a fan like yeah. picking up this season where they are back and we are seeing that. Well, so. I am a like what I see. I feel like, you know, they're not putting on a show for the show. I agree. And I like that they're putting in the work. I agree. They are putting in the work. I actually put them at a 6 out of 10. Really? I did. Okay. And the reason I did is because I have seen a lot more of this show. And it seems like historically the ones like this couple that starts out a little rocky and then they go through this rough patch it can go either way come decision day you think they are staying the course they are right on track and then one of them all of a sudden in the last week or so you find out they had all the shit that they were harboring inside down deep that they hadn't brought out yet and then all of a sudden they don't stay together so that's why i put it as a six not a five necessarily because I'm not 50%, I really think that they have a good chance. And that will probably continue to grow and increase and get closer to that 10 as we move forward. But as of right now, I am. I, I need to see a little bit more. I need to see okay. a little bit more. That they stay the course just a little bit more and then I will be completely on board. That's why I stayed at a 6. I just say, just on my end, you know, I think the reason why I rated them so high is because they both very much wanted the same thing. They yes. wanted the power couple thing. Mm-hmm. They wanted they that they are just so in sync in what they want uh-huh. that I just don't think that they're harboring as much. I and, hope not. And they're doing the work. Yeah, I really hope now, not. Now, there's others I don't feel the same about. Right. <laughs> so this is where you and I might be flip-flopping. Uh, I'm glad that they finally consummated the marriage. That actually is a little bit of what put me over the the five mark as well i thought okay they've finally gone you know that far with it things you know seem to be seem to be moving along nicely okay so who next are you gonna throw at let's go alexis and justin alexis and justin i give them a four really oh i love this because we do not see eye to eye this is good if even if even i'm barely a four all right Tell me why. And what was it you said? I said, this is going to be interesting because I see it differently. I, I gave them a lot higher than that. So I want to I want to hear your perspective. 
So, I think that they're emotionally just two polar opposite. Okay. I really think that it's going to be a problem. All right. I, I can agree with that. I because can agree with that part. I know from personal experience in relationships mm -hmm. that when you have a more emotionally strong woman mm -hmm. and a more emotionally, I don't want to say weak. Right. Because I don't he want... He's just more emotional. He's just more emotional. Right. It cannot bode well. Yeah. And I can agree that's with that. me just going off personal experience right, from a right. previous relationship. Yeah. And it just I know how the course goes. Yeah. Well it's interesting. No that matter you say how that. much you hard how right. hard you try, mm -hmm. um, walking on eggshells and catering and yeah. how much you trying try, to take their feelings into consideration and Yes yeah. and you I just see her doing things that there's going to, uh, there's going to come, <laughs> here's where it's going to be a problem. It's going to come a time that she's going to resent him. Uh huh. And that is why I give it such, it will ultimately end in resentment. Okay. Whether or not they make it to that point uh -huh. and they decide they're going to stay together, I do not see this as a marriage that will last. That, okay. And that's what so I was going to say. That is where I give the low rating is yep. because I'm looking further than the day that they meet up and do mm -hmm. the whole, are yeah. you going to stick in this or not? Yes. Because if they choose to stick in it, I still do not see this as a marriage that's going to last. I agree with because you. Because I see resentment. Yeah. Coming. I mean, I agree with you. I see that in the future, and I, I already can say that building. from personal experience. Mm -hmm. I can, you can I, you can already see it building, and I, I absolutely agree with everything. And he's going to have, have resentment for giving having to not bring his dog home. Yeah, for for leaving because Maya. an animal is just as much a child yep. to a person as an actual human child. Yes, and yes. he's pretty much like leaving his kid in an orphanage, right? He's had to leave his, and hers is still there. That is a yes. rough. So, rough, I don't. Rough. I don't see how that can can bode well. That yeah. you, he's not going to get past that, and she's not going to get past how much she has to cater. Yeah, cater to his, to his emotions. emotional needs. Yeah, I, I can. Needs. I can definitely agree with you. I had actually given them an eight out of ten, but that was going to be my caveat to it. Was I think that they will say yes on decision day, but I don't see them making it to the after show where they follow up with them. You know, six months later. I think, I think six months later say, we'll see that they will not be together. Yeah, I think if they say yes on decision day, it's just to be a part of the show, be the yes on the show. Yeah, I, I think it's all would be for the show and I'm sorry if I'm being offensive. No. But that is my personal No, opinion. I I agree. I lo I liked them in the beginning. Like in the beginning I would have said 10 out of 10. Yeah. They started out so great. They really they seemed to like each other. They just had that one little hiccup. Uh-huh. And they were able to kind of work through those things and move forward, but I agree with you. As time has gone on and we're really getting to see their personalities, they they come from two different backgrounds. And yep. that can be very hard. To bring together, yeah. That sometimes it can work in a in in a beneficial way, right? But sometimes that can also be the polar opposite. Yep. It can play against. Like I'm not saying that people should only be in relationships with people of the Absolutely same not. background, but sometimes opposites do attract. It, yeah, sometimes it does not bode well. Yeah, it, especially like as you said, 
when you've got two that are not emotionally uh, equal or close to equal or balance each other out even i mean these are yeah because you can one have way heavier than the other exactly exactly you can have somebody that is um a little bit more emotionally needy in one area where the other person is a little bit emotionally needy in another area right. and one is stronger in that area and the other stronger in the other you know they yeah. can balance each other out but there is zero balance here i agree I see zero balance, and it's like, wow. Yeah. And it's really, really come to light in these last few episodes. Uh, This episode, really. (laughs) Really, really came to light in this episode. Just how deep that goes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Throw the next one at me, girl. Come on. Come on. Hey, better, better, better. Ooh, let me take a drink (laughs) of wine. Hold on. Can you believe I've not said fuck? You said you were going to try and... There you go. Okay. (laughs) We said we were going to try and limit it to 20 fucks said. (laughs) Yeah, I was only allotting myself 10 fucks tonight. Funny. Funny, funny, funny. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Are you ready? You wind up? You wind Um, and dine, girlfriend? Batter, batter, swing. Kristen and Mitch. Oh, speaking of batter, batter, swing. (laughs) Because we spent some time at the Diamonds. Uh So, you know, there we go. I give them a seven. Okay. I give them a seven. I don't give them quite the ten that I gave Nate and Stas. Stacy, Stacy's, however, I think it's Stacia. Stacia, I have it written down S T A S E E A, so that I will try and pronounce it correctly because I do not like butchering people's names. Yes. I think it is Stacia. Stacia, Stacia, S. We apologize for anyway butchering your name, but we really don't want to. I always butcher names, and I drive her nuts. Okay, so Kristen and Mitch. I give them a seven. Okay. Um, I see promise there. I, I yeah. think it could really, it can go either way, but I think it's leaning more towards that they'll they'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, this is a couple that, okay, this is one of the examples of a couple that had opposite, polar opposite upbringing. Completely. But I think they balance each other. I think they do too. On that, he can bring the relax, you know, in there as far as the <sighs> don't put so much stress on yourself on perfection. Yes, that mm-hmm. she puts on herself because that she was does. demanded she does hold herself from to her. a very high standard. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but on the same hand, she can kind of reel him in on his. <laughs> Just so a little bit too laid back mm-hmm. in some areas. Yep. And so um, I I really, in listening to them and their letters. To I them, loved their letters. I did too. I really, and to see him get so emotional after he's been so blasé yes. about things. Yes. For him to be so emotional there on the beach. I like to see that beach. vulnerability in him. Yes. Um, I love that. So that, you know, before that, I probably would have been a little bit lower. I would have been teetering between a six and, and a five, uh-huh. actually. Right. 
But when I saw that and started seeing a little bit more, it was like, okay, hey, this is kind of bumping this up for uh -huh. me a little bit. So I'll be very interested to see where it goes after the show. Right. Yeah, me too. Because me too. Um, I think they'll probably make it to the end. And from there, I think they will probably be one of those couples that was much like from season one uh -huh. with um, Jamie and Doug and, and Doug. Yeah. That surprisingly are two people you didn't think would right. and have like still together. <laughs> Episode to this day. one, you would have thought not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell. And I think that's what we have right here with I hope so. Image. I really hope so. I hope so, too, because I like them together. And actually, before this last episode, I would have had them, uh, honestly, at a zero out of ten. And here's why. <laughs> here's why. Because she has made mention several times about how he does not seem supportive of her goal of flipping houses. Which is kind of surprising to me, being that he's into sustainability and all that. I feel like what's wrong with, you know, taking something old and making it new again. Like, I'm looking at it from a different perspective than he is. So I thought yeah, that, that was going to be a real he's, problem. He's probably looking in his mind about, oh, she's going to rip all this wonderful yes. stuff out and put brand new shit in mm -hmm. and that's not sustainable. Right. So Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure that's exactly how he's that's saying probably it. A, a, I know this because you got to remember I have my baby brother is yes. the king of <laughs> him and Mitch are like peas they are two peas in, in a pod. pod. Yep, they are. <laughs> they would be great friends. They could talk shop for days. Days. Decades. That's days. what my brother does for a living too. But I mean, like his is on a different well, level. They're in like, San Francisco, so they're not far down the road. They're not far down the road. So uh, <laughs> if Mitch and wants to reach out to me, I can hook him up with my brother because yep. my brother had worked at Harvard in the office of sustainability for eons yep. and has actually left Harvard and is now um, you know working in LA with a big firm doing stuff like that and so yeah. he, he's making um, basically movie sustainability on movie sets yeah. type thing yeah awesome. type things that's so. awesome so yeah I thought um, like I said I would have been a zero out of ten I have this episode has really moved me moved my meter forward I'm still only at a four with them yeah. and the other thing that's causing me pause and room for, or concern is Mitch's ability to compromise he is able to come forward like a half a step where he needs to come a full step and I'm afraid that yeah. that in the long run is going to cause some problems but my meter's coming up it, okay, it's well, definitely coming up you know up. what we'll, we'll see where our meters are on yeah. the next one. Right, because by next week it could be completely different. We need to do this meter thing every time we check in on these. Okay, sounds good. Let's, yeah, see, let's keep a poll with mm -hmm. each other on who's going up and down. I like it. Yeah. Let's do it. All, All right, right, I'm next. gonna I'm going to bet you some damn gummy bears. Oh, God. We do love some gummy bears in the studio. Mm -hmm. Love us some gummy bears. Which I just finished my pineapple ones, by mm. the way. God, those are so good. And, and, you know, and I've looked for them several more times, and I can't <gasps> find them anymore. They had the pineapple and watermelon and a couple other flavors. and they I'm were, down for that. Oh, they were so good. If I can find them again, you know I'll pick them up. Okay. All right. How about um, Lindy and Miguel? I love cute? them. <laughs> they are so cute. Oh, 
cute, I and it. I give them a nine ten. Like they're it. right up there with. They're probably a ten. I I don't know why I even put nine right, out there. Right. They're a fucking ten. There we go. They are wonderful. I, they're they, my favorite couple. And I wouldn't have given them that at the beginning. No, because he looked really off put uh-huh. by her um, anxiety. Yes. How many times you referred to it like a like it was a problem? Yeah, like her her ball, her yeah. stress ball, uh-huh. and that you know they had a whole conversation at one point about well. How many times will you give me grace? I mean, is there a number? I mean, he acted like there was a finite number. Like, you get four times to freak out, and then we're done. Yeah. That was concerning. Yeah, that was, yeah. that It's really going to mean something Mean something. It's Mm going to mean something. And then he turned around and said it, and I thought, oh, yay. I know. I just got goosebumps again. I know. Now I got to go shave my legs. They are so precious. I got to go shave my legs because my hair is just grooved. I love, yeah, uh, yes, they are. They're wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful couple. I actually gave them an 8 out of 10 just because I'm probably not going to give anybody a 10 just yet. <laughs> but honestly, it's probably 9. Oh, yeah. Oh, 9, yeah. 10 out of 10. There's- okay, do we even have to bring up the others? Oh, my gosh. I know. Morgan, Morgan and, ben. and Ben. I said negative 20. Right? <laughs> <laughs> On both sides. I'm sorry. I did give she- them a 2 just in case. <laughs> You go right ahead and give them a two. That was a sympathy two. You give them a sympathy two because I will be shocked. But watch, I'll be shocked. Probably. Shit can happen. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't think one person could have screwed this up. And I can wake up 10 pounds lighter (laughs) tomorrow. Um, I don't think either one of them could have screwed it up more. Him and his... is freaking lying because he was lying. He, he was. was flat out bullface lying, and I one hundred percent he was. You know, I I am sympathetic on the fact that a person needs someone to talk to, and they should be Absolutely. able to. Sure, yes. And I would much rather somebody talk to somebody within the circle. Yeah, that who's going through the same life experience. Yes. Agreed. By all means, but don't fucking lie about it. No. I have a problem with that. Me I don't too. like lying. I, and I don't understand the need for it. I mean, honestly, it's not like he was going, he wasn't going behind her back to someone outside the group. He wasn't going behind her back maybe to one of her friends, which we've seen that in seasons past also. He was yeah. going to people that should be people he's able to confide in. Yeah. And then to lie about it. Yeah. So what my else problem is this dude willing to lie about? Is the lying. And and I don't blame her for being pissed about it. Mm-mm. But on the same hand, her aggressiveness. Yeah. And her shittiness, yep. I don't agree with either because I I almost feel like was she, was she even really there to be married or was she there to be on a show? I you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There are definitely some that you can tell. That's the only reason they're there. There is very little airtime of the two of them. It's so true. it is very hard to make any kind of judgment on this couple. That's true. That's to true. To be honest. Yeah, you're right. So you're I mean, all right. I see is him begging and her being angry. Cold. Yeah. And, and cold. And all her friends, you know, did say that. Once she has shut you down, she has... Shut you down. Once she and shut you down, that's And that is something it. that she needs to stop. Yep. Because she can't have a relationship like that. You can't live like your that. life like that. Mm-mm. Not in a marriage, especially. No. You've got to be able to take the situation, deal with it, figure out the, the compromise, and move forward. It, and move forward and at least continue on for a while and not yep. 
stop there, you know. And, and I think in her mind, she thinks, oh, we started making progress. And then yeah. what What really? Because, again, there's been very little airtime of uh -huh. the two of them. So there's not been a whole lot of where the fuck was he making progress? Right. Right. Did I fall asleep during something? <laughs> Sometimes I do. So, you know, I would say it's possible. Thinking. Maybe we both did. Maybe it's so boring we both because did. I was <laughs> trying to keep figure our out interest. I was trying to figure out where the hell I I missed out on what. I had a lot of sympathy for them in the beginning too because they started off, you know, having to get married after everyone else. And I thought, okay, maybe those are some of the things, you know, everybody's just off. He was recovering from being sick. I know that when my husband had that same illness, he lost his fucking mind for a few weeks during the recovery. I mean, did things uncharacteristic of himself. He was trying to flee from things that he couldn't escape. I mean, it was just bizarre. Bizarre shit went on while he was ill. Oh, some of these these viruses and other illnesses that are going around really make some people batshit crazy. Right. And so I was trying to give him some grace in that, thinking maybe he's just off. You know, maybe he's thinking these things about her and being weird or whatever because of that. So I was really hoping that as time went on that this shit would iron itself out and they would be okay. They have never been okay. No, they haven't. But besides that, I mean, like, he just said some really whacked out crap. Yeah. Different things about how, you know, I thought I could marry somebody outside my culture, you know. Yeah. Different things. Dude. Aren't these things that we asked, like, Isn't that thing during the... Yeah. During the whole process. Shouldn't you have been sure of these things? I mean, come I, on. I don't know. I don't like the... And don't they have similar cultures? I I thought I so. I thought so, but too. But I think that he... She's mixed. Yeah. He is not. Okay. So... Um, is he culture shaming? <laughs> I think so. I kind of think so too. Kind of makes think me think right. of that movie, Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, I love that movie. I love that. It's such a too. great movie. I've watched it like a thousand. We times. love all these movies that have anything to do with a wedding outside of American culture. Amelia and I are all about. It. I know. <laughs> I, I'm like. Hey, everybody, invite me to your weddings mm -hmm. that are not American ones. Yeah, because we want to go. We need to really hear, learn how to redo it. Because mm -hmm. I am tired of the sitting in a chair and watching people same say the same bullshit. Thing. Do you want the chicken or the fish? I mean, just the whole thing. I All know. And everybody's sitting around tables. And then you watch drunken people grope each other on a dance floor I while just... everybody else is sitting there. And the kids are stealing alcohol from some <laughs> from the so damn true. tables that everybody got up from to go dance on the dance floor. And they're yep. swooping in and stealing the half drank champagne yep. glasses. It and is so true. Scotch on the table. And depending on like, the year, the... Uh, playlist on the dance floor is like the same, same at every shit. Oh my, we uh, are stale people, and I'm sorry if I'm offending you because I'm one of the oh, people. I love weddings. I was a wedding planner. I'm one of the people <laughs> that offended people because my wedding. I mean, I had a gorgeous wedding. Yeah, I really, I had a gorgeous wedding. Flowing champagne. There was it was never ending. No, never ending. The spread of food was just. Amazing. But Amazing. if you could have had an Indian wedding, you would have. 
Oh, if I had had an Indian wedding, I would have been happy. Because everybody would have been happy. Everybody would have been up down. Oh, yes. There would have been nobody sitting. They're so wonderful. They're so wonderful. Okay. Well, I okay, think that to, I, like, I know. I know. We veered off, but I, I can mean, talk about weddings all day long. Yeah, I, but that's because we were just speaking of culture yes. and the whole thing, and this is a wedding show. So I don't yeah. think we really veered off too much. I know. I'm proud. I'm proud. Able Are to reel it me? back in. Reel it back in. Me Are too. You? I mean, that was one that I could have gone so far left for three days. I know, I but you know what? Out of it. the two of us, Am I not the one that is always... Okay, it's usually you, I'm but like sometimes it's me. I'm like the elderly that wanders off or the child that wanders off. I have to put a silver alert out for her often. <laughs> hey! Through our conversations. Hey, 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 fuck you. Just kidding, I love her. Silver alert. Just kidding. I said for the conversation, not literally. <laughs> you ain't that old girl. You ain't yeah, that old. Yeah, I was going to say, because you're um, a month older than I me, am. so... Hey, no. Well, not quite no, a month. You're only a few days. weeks. <laughs> Well, a month. Nineteen and, days. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's nineteen days. No. Uh huh. Seventeen. Yeah, but yeah. I'm in the oh, big one end. Month. Hello. <laughs> it's a who month and nineteen do days. Math around Not here. Not me. I can't do math. We all know this. So who needs? Yeah, she's the one that needs the silver alert. It's nineteen days in a month. I probably do need a silver alert. Honestly. <laughs> I ain't even going to play like I don't. we literally are that close in age. I ain't even going to play. We are that close in age. We are. We are. Very close in age. So. All right. Do you want to talk about smothered first or do you want to dive into the shit that is sister wives first or next to last? However you want to look at it. Um, but I think that like we should only touch somewhat on sister wives because uh-huh. I think it would be great to do either or either mm-hmm. a recap or a table talk, whichever. Yep. We we can decide at a later time that is solely about sister wives and seeking sister wives. Do completely a compare and agree. contrast. I completely agree. And we can either do it here or we can actually wait and do that one on Patreon. Oh, yeah, because we are going to be rolling out Patreon at some point. Yeah, and I think we're going mm, to probably be rolling it out sooner than later. Yeah, probably so. And so, um, I mean, I want to touch on it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, I don't want to dive too hard on that one because much like you are somebody who has watched the, you know, Married at First Sight from yep. the get-go, teen, like the teen moms and sister wives are the two shows that I've literally watched from the birth. From the beginning. And we are a gazillion seasons into both of these because uh-huh. they're the two that actually turned me on to reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Along with the Kardashians. Right. Like, I watched them from the get-go. I'm anxious for that to start next week. So, yes. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, so, I know the whole shit show story of Sister Watch uh-huh. because this is, like, sickening to me. It's sickening to me, and I just started it. The mental fucktard that Cody is, because I'm sorry, people, he is. The amount of times I say I don't understand what these women see in these men on these TLC shows is ridiculous. I, I don't either, because they've got to have some real self-loathing mm-hmm. going on. and There's something. 
I know I hear them on the show several times going, people just don't understand. No, we don't. We don't understand. No. And you guys. And, <laughs> and we've been watching and we don't and, understand. And we don't understand. In the years of you all creating and developing this show and trying to show us that side of it, you have yet to make us understand. Uh-huh. So, sorry, you're failing. Well, and you know. It. He Cody actually made the statement that he's no longer like he did say we're failing at this experiment, yeah. but yeah. that's makes me wonder mm-hmm. was he really that much involved in the um, what is it, the ADL? Uh, LDS, LDS, LDS. you know me, I always get all these letter things, all the letters, LDS. We suck with letters. You know, how much of that was he really involved in beforehand? Did he, like, get involved right. and then decide to make a show? I don't know. We should look. We should look. obviously, Christine, the wife that bailed, uh-huh. who I applaud her yep. Me for too. making the decision to put her happiness first. Yep. Thank God. I agree. Woman, I agree. thank you. Well, Thank you. I've yelled at the screen on your behalf for years. It was angry. You know, I had gone back and just picked a few shows from the older seasons to try and kind of get caught up so that I would understand what's happening this season because it is new for me. I just happened to pick up an episode where she was speaking about how she is LDS royalty. And it made it very clear in that episode that that was probably the only reason that he married her was for her, her status status. and that he had never really been attracted to her. And she literally was in love with him. They even said it in this episode. She said, I was in love with him. And she, he said, I loved her, but I was never in love with her. Yeah. How heartbreaking. Well, did you did you not see on the previous when he was sitting there talking about he was not um, attracted to her right. at all? At all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Not when they got, when he met her. Not when they got married. No. Uh, he just knew that it would be a union that would work. It would, right. And, and what he means by work is benefit him. Absolutely. That's what he means by work. And I'm trying to still figure out what this man does for a living. I've got to Google it. I've never in all these years Googled it, but I'm going to Google it. I want to know. One more thing I want to bring up that he said, because he had a lot of little gems in there that we could talk about for a long time, and we will at a later date. That's why I'm saying we need to do a show just solely on. Absolutely. I 100% agree. We need to. But when he said he was wondering if this was a phase she was going through or an awakening, <gasps> that hit me like a ton of bricks. Like this is this is knows, not a midlife crisis, right? He knows that all of this shit was going to come to a head at some point, and he doesn't know if this is a phase and she hasn't realized it, or if she has realized it. He knows, and that was so disgusting to me. I, everything that comes out of this man's mouth is disgusting to me. But that that one hit me hard. He's okay. disgusting. He is so gross. And what's I'm sorry. up with that hair? You know what makes him the most disgusting to me? The hair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he's trying to cover up those little like receding hairline. Yes. Yeah. The multiple ones. Uh huh. Um, no, it's not that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
and why he thinks she's attractive, I don't think he is. There are women out there that think he is. I've seen it on platforms, but I don't. Okay, maybe when he didn't have the long, curly, hippie hair, I could see where, like, the pictures from the 90s and early 2000s. When I can he had see a full head of hair? Look. Yeah, when he had a full head of hair and he looked like a young prep, I can see where girls would have found him attractive yes. then. Yes. Not now. Not now. So, do you do you know what I think makes him the most unattractive? Do tell. I think the way that he has not only not put the time or effort in with his children, uh-huh. but how Blah. he has prioritized certain wife's children. Uh-huh. Over the others. Right. Dude, and so you blatantly, stuck your dick in each one of those women and blatant. procreated and created those children. Guess what? Each one of them are equally yours. He doesn't see it that way. And the fact that he was making Janelle's sons move out during a time that the world was being plagued. Yeah. And um, I get that they're grown-ass adults and can be out on their own. But during sure. a time like this, it was not the time. And, um I don't care what he says about them being um, what was it? Irresponsible. Irresponsible and everything. Well, guess what? He was jumping from house to house. He just as easily could have taken it from not yep. just brought it into one house. He himself could have brought something into multiple houses because wasn't he doing the shopping for everybody also? That was the understanding I had. Or I might have been wrong on that. We may be. nonetheless, he was going I, out in that's places what I was in public. Say. That was the understanding that I had. That he and was the still leaving thing. the compound. He was still staying with Robin and they had a nanny who did leave and come and go. And she did get sick. Uh-huh. And he could have gotten it because he did go visit some children, not all of them, uh-huh. and he didn't even go visit Mary, but once in a blue moon. So this is one that you uh. may not know about because you haven't um, seen all of the seasons. Right. So during this time frame where everybody is staying separate because of what was going on in the world, mm-hmm. um, he really wasn't even seeing her. And like I, at all? At all. Like, he saw her just a few times. And it was because enough complaints had been made and then Robin said something to him. Mm. Probably like, oh, don't put all the, the, you know, the light on me. I'm sure that's probably what was. She doesn't want to hear the heat from the other women, probably. Probably not. And so he then did start seeing her a little bit and it was go over to her house, meet her out at the end of her driveway. Oh, my gosh. She had a bag chair. He had a bag chair, and they sat in separate areas, like, well over six feet apart. She went nowhere. She was always home alone. That is no so sad. No child at home. That is so sad. And she's his original wife. You would think that he would have an affection towards her. Especially considering, again, I think I've said this on a previous, when I think we briefly brought it up, I can't remember, um, that... She divorced him in order for him to marry Robin and adopt right. Robin's children. Yes. So 
This woman has made great sacrifices. Great sacrifices. And She's the second one we've watched that has divorced her husband so that he can have some relationship with another woman. Absolutely. This is where I'm telling you uh-huh. a compare and contrast a whole on day. the Seeking Sister Wives whole day. and the Sister Wives. Um, and the other thing is that you don't know about is Mary had difficulties conceiving. So, like, oh, she gosh. only had one child. She couldn't have any more children. Wow. And so she's had to spend years watching these women spit out children like a popcorn machine. Oh, that's so sad. Plus Mary's heart. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That and hurts my heart. She's done lots of sacrifices, in my opinion. And this man for treats her like... For all of these like, women. Yeah. And this Not man for him. For them. her like... I don't know. Mm-mm. I think she's just a collection, like a doll. That's so sad. That he oh, collects gosh. and puts up I on hope a- Christine starts a domino effect. <laughs> hope that they start they see her go and succeed That's and what think I can do this too. I would like to see happen personally, but I don't see happening because I think Janelle um sadly is smart as she is business wise. I think emotionally wise. Uh, I don't think that um this is too comfortable for her. It is, and okay. I think that she is someone who... Are, she already battles with feeling comfortable within her skin. Right. And um, even though I don't find Cody an attractive man, but he nope. is a more in-shape man that a, a lot of other women do find attractive. And That's for true. Her, other women do find him attractive. She Blah. might... I know. It's like, she might... Um, you had a friend years ago... <laughs> When we were young, oh, we took a, one of our many road I trips. Had we had of gone friends. home. You did lots of friends. We had gone back to your hometown, and you introduced me to this girl and her mother. Yeah, I know. And I know as she and her mother were very close, from what I could oh, tell. Oh, I know who and you're talking as, about. <laughs> as the years have gone on, I have thought about this friend and her mother many times. I have thought about her when I watched the movie Mean Girls. Oh, yes, because her mother was so like that mom that would come in. <laughs> Hello, girls. I've got mocktails. But thing was, is she wasn't a mocktail mom. Like, she, she was come in like full-blown cocktail mom. <laughs> that doesn't surprise like, me at all. Hello, girls. Look, I got purple passion. That, I can see 2020. that. I can see that. I can see her being the type that's like... Come on, let's get in our bikinis and go flaunt in front of these boys. Like, you take the 17-year-old, oh, I'll take the 19-year-old. Uh, oh, oh, by all means. So, like, okay, my said friend, because uh-huh. I'm leaving their names out for yep. anonymity purposes <laughs> for them. Um, so, my said friend, whose mom, of course, tried so hard to be cool. She, like, came in and she's like, hey, why don't you put on that song, you know, that one untitty flop flop? And we're like, oh my fucking god. Now, I hear this, and I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about untitty flop? What? (laughs) What? Unskinny pop pop pop. And there it was. (laughs) (laughs) Poison's unskinny bop was turned into untitty flop 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 flop. (laughs) And still, to this day, I sing that song. Until flop, flop, flop. I know forevermore. <laughs> that's how I sing it when it comes on the radio. When I have like on one of the 
quote-unquote oldie station now, oh, which God. fucks me up. <laughs> That's um, true. When that comes on, I sing Untitty Flop. Untitty Flop. No, they have like the perfect house because it was a three-story home. Gorgeous house. So we would have lots of parties there and she was like cool with it so we'd have the bands because like we ran around with a lot of hair bands and stuff Mm -hmm. i got some hella cool pictures from back in the day and um oh fond memories fond memories so weird how all that connected us later yeah other stories for other times we had um bands there playing because her mom was just cool like that and so because downstairs on the third level, because the house was kind of built into an incline in the woods. Like the side of a hill, kind of, from yeah, what I remember. Yeah, so it's like, it wasn't necessarily a basement, but it was a third kind level. Kind of underground, a little. Yeah, kind of half underground, half not. And it was a whole lower level. Mm-hmm. It had bedrooms down there. And, I mean, the house was, I think there were seven bedrooms in total. And yeah, stuff. Beautiful. It was a really huge. Huge house. Huge house. And so, but down on that lower level, there was a huge, like, bar the size of, like, a bar. A bar. bar <laughs> like like a club bar. A bar. With a stage. Yep. And everything. So, that. yeah, we'd have parties. We'd have hella fucking parties there. <laughs> and her mom would go pick up the kegs for us. I mean, we're I can 16, see this. 17, 18, you know, throughout the years of I this party. totally see this. Oh, my gosh. And she was like, hello. I mean, the, I think the best was, well, it wasn't the best was when my dad started <laughs> dating her mom. <laughs> Fuck me, oh Agnes. Oh, my God. Most horrific thing no. in my life. We were both like, Ew. <laughs> This is not supposed to happen. I was like, Dad, you were supposed to just drop me off here. You weren't supposed to stay and start diddling my friend's <laughs> mother. Can you blame him, though? I mean, she doesn't look like a good time. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> Jeez. And my dad was a very good looking man. I was going to say, they were attractive adults. So they were. You can't and really blame them, but still, ew. It was just horrible. Like, when we were when having we were a 16, party and they ew. came back early, and then we're downstairs, and I'm, like, dancing. And my dad decides to come down and join in. Oh, and no. I was mortified. And he's oh, like, don't imagine. forget you got your dancing skills from me. And I'm oh, like, no. oh, hell no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't get them from you, and nor did I get them from my mother. I don't know where I got them from, because back in the day, I mean, remember, I danced on Club MTV once. Uh-huh, I do. And I was like, nope, I didn't get them from you, <laughs> motherfucker. No, I did not. Oh my and gosh. so that was like, no, no, no. So that was embarrassing. Not as embarrassing when we got her and I got back one night from going out to one of the teen clubs. And we walked in and we see one naked body go running and then another <laughs> naked body go running. And it was that both our me for parents. Life. I was scarred. I would be scarred for life. My dad's wing flying <laughs> in the air. Uh-uh. And I don't want to imagine my your dad friend like was that. like, your dad is a man that made me chili. That's what your dad did. He burned chili for me. <laughs> All I can do is sit there and hang my head in shame and go, I'm so sorry my dad's violating your mom. Oh, God. I, you know what? She probably initiated it. 
Oh, she probably initiated. Well, this is a good intro to going ahead and speaking about smothered. I agree. They probably should have been on smothered. Uh huh. They uh, yes. I think if smothered had been back then, they would have been. Yeah, because her mom did lay out with us, like in the bikinis and do all the stuff with us. I mean, like we would go. She'd give us money to go down and get cigarettes from the gas station down by Six Flags. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because they were close to Six Flags. We would we flip and hop on horses. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Because we just thought it was cool to hop on a <laughs> because horse you could. bareback, right? Wearing little cut off jean shorts and a bikini top, mm-hmm. and ride our scrawny, <laughs> big boobed asses down to. I mean, we got lots <sighs> of guys' numbers. Oh, I'm sure that way. But you know, barefoot too to boot. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get a pack of cigarettes and, you know, like we're all cool. <laughs> like we have business smoking. And her mother uh, uh, thought it was cool to hop on a because horse you could. bareback. Right. Wearing little cut off jean shorts and a bikini top. Mm-hmm. And ride our scrawny, <laughs> big boobed asses down to, I mean, we got lots uh, of guys' numbers. Oh, I'm sure. That way. But. You know, barefoot too to boot. Yeah, yeah. Then we get a pack of cigarettes and, you know, like we're all cool. <laughs> like we have business. And un- titty flop flop. And <laughs> titty flop 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 flop. flop. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, who do you want to talk about first? What I back wanna, crazy bitch do I want to take it from about? the top. I want to take it from the top. No, actually, I want to talk about Christina and Kathy. I love them. They're Me my too. favorite. And I don't, I know they're on Smothered and I don't know why, but I, I love them and I don't want them to go away so they can stay on. I agree. And Just so I can see Gene Simmons, female Gene Simmons. We love her. <laughs> oh my God, she is everything. They are everything. The thing with their so relationship is, the, is the I hair, yes, her mom the tinsel hair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm loving the tinsel hair this season. I'm loving yeah. it. I love it. I love. I love it. Okay, go on. Sorry, I love her. Didn't no, mean it's to okay. Interrupt. I just I'm having to, a moment over the hair right now. Yeah, I had to give her a moment of admiration for yeah. her tinsel hair. We love the tinsel hair. Ugh. Gosh. Go on. And her meatballs, apparently, that showed up in this episode. Yes. So the fact that they're on the show, I, I understand why they made it. I mean, Christine, she and Christina are very intertwined and more so than with her other daughter. But I don't think they're that extreme. I don't know. I just don't think they're that extreme. The fact that Kathy was... 100% correct in this episode about bringing the stuff to make meatballs with Christina's daughter, Chris, Christina, Christina's daughters. Yeah. And showing her rather than just telling her. Yeah. She took the time to show her what she was missing out on. I loved that. I, I mean, want my mom to come make meatballs with me. Yes. Now. That wasn't like extreme mothering. That was wonderful. That was absolutely wonderful. I. It was great. Mommy, if you're listening out there, please come make meatballs with me. I want to come too. I want meatballs. I want meatballs. I would love for Kathy to come teach me how to make meatballs. I think my favorite part, though, was she was like, 
I don't really make the best meatballs. You can get meatball better meatballs anywhere. <laughs> but it's the whole point that she it's was teaching, doing a, a whole thing with them. Oh, so, it was so I great. love it. And so, do you think Carlo is being unreasonable, blaming Kathy for everything? I think he's being unreasonable about it. I, I think he's like totally being unreasonable because Kathy's about right. blaming her for everything. I do believe that she is involved in a lot more than she should be. Well, sure. Um, I do think that sometimes Kathy is a little bit overzealous in her opinions and trying to demand what they do when they do it. I agree. I, I think I agree. she's kind of overstepping her bounds there. But on this, She definitely does overstep her bounds, like when she had the whole intervention oh, yes. for Christina before. The sex one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I do think, though, that she, on the same hand, looking out for the relationship between her daughter and granddaughters, mm-hmm. it's okay. And I think Carlos is being so closed-minded because he's so angry about her and her involvement in every yeah. aspect of their relationship that he's straight up just like... Like like white snow. It's like that. Like whenever uh-huh. she starts to talk, all he yeah. can pick out of the words coming out of his wife's mouth is any part that has her, her mother. Uh huh. If she had gone about that and said, you know, I took the time today to make meatballs with the girls, and it really showed me how much I am missing. And didn't bring her mom. She would have probably into got a better all. response from him. I think she would have. I think, I think she, she would have. Up. Yep, that would have been my only word of advice in talking to Carlo because I think she was definitely correct in talking to him about it. Yeah. All right. Um. How about Francia and Paula? <laughs> Cue the shining music here. No, I'm like doing all kinds of Friday the 13th, any kind of slasher <laughs> hacker movie. All of them. All, all of them. them. That all bitch up. is going to straight up murder Paula and little, um, or no, is not Paula. She's going to, Fran- Francia and, um, is it Alexandria? Yeah. The daughter, the because, because, okay, her obsession with her mother and her need to keep her mother to herself. Did you see the look on her... Okay, let's first... Okay, I don't even want to talk about... The dancing. The dancing. Okay, okay, let's touch that really fast and then I'll go back to the other because I'm like... My eye is jerking. My eye for real is jerking. Because... That made me want to go bathe in bleach and bleach out my eyeballs after watching that. Especially after the one lady speaks about how in that culture, um, it is what dancing is very big there in Puerto Rico, isn't it? I think so. And yeah, um, yeah I think it's Puerto Rico. You know, I'm, so I'm I'm big about getting every goddamn place <laughs> wrong. So let's just say we're calling we're it calling Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. No, it's Colombia. 
Guatemala. It's, they're in Guatemala. Anyway, I remember her saying she had to go to Colombia, so it's got to yeah. be Colombia. We're going so, with Colombia. Um, how it's very big within the culture to dance, and that is the way you show intimacy. Did you notice the word uh-huh. intimacy? Intimacy. Yes. And so then Paula starts grinding upon her grinding. mother. Straight up grinding. And blowing kisses. And I'm like. And putting her hand not just in the small of her back, but like right at the cusp her of ass. her ass. <laughs> Say it again. Oh my goodness. Ass. Her ass. <laughs> I was repulsed. I mean... Repulsed is a good word for it. I was like, this is the sickest shit I've ever seen. Those two really make me ill. Like, it's Paula that makes me ill. And I think almost like... I think Paula is mentally ill. And I think that um, Francia, because she loves Mm -hmm. her daughter so much... Can't see it. I think she can, but... She's like in denial because she can uh, yeah. see it somewhat because, and she's taking it serious because here, we'll go ahead and move on to the right, next yeah. part yep. um, where, <laughs> you know how she's sitting there talking about when she brings, what the hell, Alexandria, Alexandria here to live that if Paula isn't getting on board that, you know, she's making her move out. So I'm like, I wanted to jump up and down and applaud and everything yeah, when well, she said that. I was like, oh, thank goodness there's hope. Yeah, well, so, okay, really here, here on this recap on this one, this is going on. She fucking Paula gets up looking all kinds of, like, salty, pissed, and goes in. All mm-hmm. I can think of is she gets kicked out. We're going to be seeing their asses on the news. She's going to straight up oh. murder her mother and that child. Uh-huh. And we've said it before, and I I back you on that. I think that's she's what, got 100% mental illness. A, she does, she does, and she does. She needs help. I mean, serious and serious mental illness because I have never seen an obsession like this between a mother daughter do well. Actually, a daughter with a mother because I don't right. think the mom quite has that sick obsession. But I think the this mom is- loves her daughter so fucking much that and being a single a single. A single, a single mom. mom. Being a single <laughs> mom, she has like blinders. I think she does. I think she does. She definitely does. So it's she definitely does. And I had a thought about that, and I just lost it. I'm It'll sorry. It's me. my fault. Because That's okay. I went on one no. of my tangents. No, it wasn't. It wasn't your fault. It'll come back. Whatever it was, it'll come back. It will in the middle of the she, night. Yeah. You'll like shoot up mm-hmm. in the bed and be like, blah, blah, blah. You'll and send I'll be me sending a you a text. <laughs> I'll be like, oh. I will. I'll send you a text. I remembered what it was I wanted to say. And that's what we'll talk about on the next podcast. Yep. Yep. It'll be there. It Sorry, will I be there. Sorry, I lose it, but it, that's okay. it's sickening, so... It, it is. Oh, I was going to say, this is like a reverse Oedipus complex Ooh. to the most severe degree. Yeah, I think there needs to Real be an intervention. Shit like on, Like, Ooh. the producers need to step in. Oh, that would be so I, good. I really think, kind of like, so this is the one thing I like about watching, like, Teen Moms mm. is because MTV uh-huh. steps in all the time. Again, right. how many times has I freaking said that they need to be bring Dr. Drew they over do. from MTV and bring 
him on the smothered and these I love a mama boy because some uh, yes. of these people need some serious help. I could even see some of the other experts from TLC. I could see Dr. Pepper speak, speaking to this. I could oh. see Pastor Cal speaking oh, to this. Yeah. Bring him on, on over. We need to do some cross, you know, cross show stuff yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm down for that crap. That's for sure. I would be in. I, I say we move on from that shit show crazy. Yep, I agree. I agree. So what about uh, Sunhe and Angelica and Jason? <sighs> That's a sad story. It is sad. It's sad. We, You know I have feelings about this. I want to know what it is about Jason that keeps Angelica there. I think there's got to be something that we are not seeing. I think at this point, I think it's the need to have a family. She... Like she a whole family unit so and not many be times just a, has brought up to her mother about how she grew up without a father. Right. And now she has a child. So I think to begin with, she wanted a child. So she looked at him. She wanted mm-hmm. a child. So she could have that relationship with her child that she had right. with her mother. But she also wanted to experience a mom and dad yeah. environment yeah. with a child. So I think yeah, I can she looked that. at him and thought, okay, here we go. I can have a child, yeah, can have I can have that bond with my child like mm-hmm. I have with my mother, but I can also give that child what I didn't have yeah, because she I brings that, that up a lot. And I think that's I it. See I think that. he's kind of like a sperm donor. He probably is. Well, you know, I had we had talked about some of this prior to watching the episode, and then as the episode went on, it kind of played into a little bit of what I was saying and what we were discussing in the regard that... Jason doesn't necessarily stand up to Sunhee or Angelica and take control of spending time with his daughter. And I was saying that I think maybe he is just, uh, what's the word I used? Can't remember the word. Nope. Your sometimes there's this kicking in. Mm-hmm. I hate it when it does this too. It'll come back to you. It just goes away. Completely. It's like blank. Um, intimidated. I think sometimes that he is just intimidated by her. You know, she, I think, makes him, belittles him and makes him feel like he's not doing a good job. You don't know what you're doing. Get away from her. I can see Sunny doing these types of things. So I can see where also he may not feel comfortable around his own daughter. And then at the end of the episode where Jason and Angelica were talking and he was saying, your daughter goes to her more than she even comes to you. So he has been such a demanding presence in this child's life that nobody has the relationship with her that they should have as her parents. Yeah, I just think it's a batshit crazy situation. It's an it unhealthy is. one. Another unhealthy situation. All of these... All of these relationships are unhealthy. I hope that Angelica maybe at least takes a trial period and says, Mom, go. Go for a few months. Let us figure this out. Let me see what life is like with just Jason, my daughter, in this house alone. 
Not that I don't love you. You know, I love you. I want you around. I want you to come visit. You know, all those things. But give us the chance. I don't think it'll happen, but I wish that she would. And then, you know, we also talked about the dog. The dog. The dog, the dog, the dog looks like a damn purse. The, 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 the dog, dog. God bless it. This cool. is the first episode I've understood, though, why the dog is always in his lap. That dog is so blind and doesn't look like it can hear. And it was trying to look at him and, like, it couldn't see him. And, you know, my dog is my everything and he's very old and he's getting where he's blind and it just sunk my heart for that dog i was like okay all right he should be holding his baby but i understand why he's got the damn dog the damn dog wrapped around him like you said like a purse yep it's like his man purse his puppy purse (laughs) puppy purse i swear i gotta tell you i will i will say this much um this season other than with Kathy and um, Christine mm-hmm. as far as with the ones that aired in this episode this episode, I should say this episode but I'm kind of disappointed because it's not it's not so funny to me anymore Right. The smothered has taken a point where it's getting very depressing and becoming very yeah. disturbing to me. And I'm like starting to become wouldn't... very emotionally scarred watching it. Yep. So I'm yep. like, okay, when I'm going to bed at night feeling like I need to suck my thumb and cuddle up with a blanket. <laughs> They've taken it a little too far. Mommy because the mommy show is like fuck me yeah. in the head. I think uh-huh. there's problems. Well, thank God we still have, or whoever. We have the other batshit crazies that make us laugh. So, share. We're moving on. And that's why I have saved them for the last. Because, oh, goodness, we need their comedic relief in this yeah, show because right now. the other two, like Paula and them, are really messing with me. There, there's a very mm-hmm. sickness there that I, so I'm deep. really not enjoying watching them. I'm becoming no. very concerned, like to the yeah. point where I almost feel like I need to write a letter to the producers. Right, right. No, you're not. And you're then not wrong. the Sunny and them always, used to always be very funny to me, but now it's just heartbreaking so let's it is let's it's just getting drop too deep. them all before yeah. i end up having nightmares tonight yeah let's talk about the fun stuff and don getting thrown in the pool oh, we were questioning I... as to whether or not she actually pushed her you know we, when we saw the last episode it was kind of unclear as to whether or not she pushed her or maybe she tripped so like here's the, the thing i think so. dawn purposely pushed Sherry's buttons to the point and backed herself into a position where she would end up getting pushed into the pool. Did you I see how so she positioned too. herself? Yes. And I don't think Sherry, I think Sherry like legit, like spontaneously was like, oh, fuck this bitch and pushed her in uh-huh. the pool. So I don't think yep. Sherry went with the intentions to push her in the pool, but I think uh-uh. Dawn very much put herself in the position to be pretty much set it all up yes because mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. she wants she to, set the stage she wants her daughter to think uh-huh. that oh my god i just want to be family in here and did you notice how much it looked like they were trying to hide share uh, not share i'm sorry hide dawn's face because it looked like she was laughing oh yeah dawn did not look like she really was crying at all not uh, one uh, damn no. real she tear. looked like she was trying to keep from 
cracking the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I think she enjoyed being thrown in there. And Uh um, I know Sherry sure as hell looked like she enjoyed throwing her ass in there. And I think Jer enjoyed. Because you saw in the car ride how he smirked for a second. You know he was replaying that in his head. Uh-huh. Over and over, and he's got his own gift going in his head. I we're know, going in the pool, in the pool, thinking, in the pool, in the pool. Oh, <laughs> how many times have I wanted to do that? Yes, yes. He's like, oh, I love my mother. I love my mother, Sherry. Thank you. I'm sure. Maybe Don needed sure to go into the damn pool, but I do think Don set it up completely. Uh-huh. But her annoying ass. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm getting all excited. I'm getting all excited. When freaking Dawn's back there bitching to yeah, and then fucking Sherry goes about yeah, being cold. Being cold Sherry's like, uh, when Sherry's like, do I need to turn the air conditioning up? I'm oh, like, it was so good. Fuck yes. And then Jared's like, turn the it heat up. on. Turn it and up. And um, she's just like. <laughs> He's like, just be silent. Don't I know. Everybody you know, Sherry didn't even reach for the damn thing. Her hands did not move from 10 and 2. She's she- just <laughs> smiling all the way home. That had to have been the best drive Oh, home. God. It was and so good. And you like how Dawn <laughs> tried to play it off. Like, I was just trying to tell them that the house was too expensive yes. for just a year. Oh they don't my know God. where they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely now that's beautiful. That's one of the batshit crazy ones that cracks me up. I do like watching that's, them. That's what we wanted from all. All that's what we enjoy from all of these families. That was what the show had always been. And you're right; it has gotten very heavy and very almost yes, dark. Yes, those two. Season. Yeah, too emotional with like too heartbreaking with the Sunyi and them. And then the mm-hmm. Paul and them are really disgusting. Disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> disgusting is a good word for it. It really, really is. Almost to the point where I don't know if I really, myself, personally want to talk about them. So, I mean, there may be future ones. Yeah. I'll just let you ramble whatever you want to say, and I'll sit here and nod oh my, my head gosh. at you. I don't know. We could. We may even be able to skip. I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll Oof. see what happens as the season goes on. I think they probably will not... I was surprised that they were in this episode because they were also in the last episode. I think I they probably the pulled up them. so much controversy with it is her about behavior. Gosh, that means we might see her in every episode. Oh, I'm saying a prayer Ew. right now <laughs> in my head. I need to take some Pepto or something beforehand because it seriously makes me sick makes me seriously sick. I'm gonna vomit. Okay, back to the funny. Back to the heavy stuff. I mean, back from the heavy stuff. I think that is pretty much all we are gonna cover this week. Oh, it's only been an hour and a half long. (laughs) We knew this week was gonna be a a heavy week. Sorry that we made this such a long one, but we're hoping that it was one that you didn't realize that it ran this long. Exactly. I tell you what, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself and the ones that are an hour and a half, ninety minutes. I normally don't even notice that. I mean, I'm I'm still going. Oh, that's it. When it's over, that's it. I enjoy the content, especially if it can you know continues to move forward. This like one hopefully just, we, we did. Yeah, we were a little bit more serious on this one. Yeah, and I didn't drop the f bomb because I, I did. <laughs> I did. I only you allowed did. myself a certain amount of fucks. I think I had more fucks this time than you did. 
I know. I'm proud of you. She does like using that word. Oh, she does. Do I love it. it. She doesn't use it as much as I do, but she's pretty damn close to me. On I it. love the word fuck. I love everything about it. It's a verb. It's an adjective. Sometimes it can be a noun. It's a it word a that my mother noun. uses. And my, like, one of my best male friends who is, you know, a person that is very, I don't know. Anyway, he's like, at my mom's house, you know, my mom lives in a very nice home. She dropped the F-bomb. And he <laughs> literally... His eyes got huge, and he leans over to me, and he whispers in my ear. He goes, did your mom just really say fuck? <laughs> she does. I go, I've heard absolutely. It. It's her most favorite word in the world. Where do you think I got it from? Right. And it is now my favorite word. And he was like, she doesn't look like the kind of lady that would do that. <laughs> But I, she does. But she does. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the quote unquote classiest of looking people can have the foulest mouth. Uh, yes. It does not make uh-huh. them bad people. <laughs> no, it makes them great people. It makes them our favorite people are people that we love foul mouth people. All right. Well, I think that will wrap it up for this week. I think next week we're going to be talking about the Kardashians starting again which we are so excited about and then of course we'll cover some more teen mom we'll cover some more married at first sight and there may be a few other things coming up we're i know throwing some things around that have also started that we're gonna watch and yeah some surprises talking about yeah all right everybody well be sure and follow us on all social media thank you everyone (laughs) for listening in to our babble we love our babble uh, like, follow, and share on Facebook. Go to our website. Leave us a comment on our comment card, www.fuckingrealitycleans.com. And as always, Fucking Reality Queens is a Whaley production. We're out. We're out. Wicker, wicker, wee! I sound like a wicker, wicker chicken. I can't be boxed. <laughs>